Mediated Conversation on SAFM. Slightly shortened Mediated Conversation today. What is happening in the DRC? They had the elections, uh, was it last week? But they are contested, they are being challenged. Let's talk to Prof- uh, Christopher Izike, Professor at the Department of Political Sciences, University of Pretoria. Uh, Prof, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Uh, we've only got, what, nine or eight minutes to talk about this. So uh, let's start right at the beginning. Were the elections held well over that? It was supposed to be one day, they pushed it to two days. Good morning, and thank you for having me. Um, well, it's 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 um it's debatable, you know, whether the questions the elections were uh, held well. Usually, um, elections of that magnitude, uh, you know, usually come with uh, logistical challenges. Uh, you know, it's uh, the DRC is the second largest country in Africa with over 100 million people. Uh, in these elections, there are about 44 million people uh, who were supposed to, to registered voters who were supposed to vote. Um, there were challenges, uh, you know. Moving, uh, you know, electoral materials and arriving on time. Uh, in some places, they, they could not hold the elections on the day because of late arrival, and then they had to push to the next day. However, um, what is curious? Uh, two things that is curious about the elections in terms of how the electoral management body has handled this um, is the fact that they refused help from the um, East African uh, uh, Commission um, and sorry, the, the European Union Commission to to send, you know, uh, to, to help them with satellites uh, uh, tracking to be able to distribute materials. They refused that help. That would have really helped them with, uh, you know, uh, logistics. Um, then the second curious thing they've done is in uh, releasing the results, election results in bits and pieces um, just only a few days after when they had until 31st to release results. They could have started 31st of December as uh, constitutionally required. And even if they didn't conclude it on that day, it wouldn't have been uh, an issue. So uh, releasing the results in piecemeal, they started on Monday, the 25th, and released only about less than 5% of the results, which showed uh, the president, the incumbent president, leading by about 80%. That in itself caused tension, and that's why mm. we're seeing some of the challenges to the results that we currently have. There were planned protests yesterday, police fighting back quite hard. Some reports they were using live ammunition. What's the latest? Yeah, um, the the state had warned, the government had warned that the uh, uh, the protests were banned. They wanted the protesters to wait till the outcomes, so the outcome of the entire process before you know um, protesting because they feel that protesting uh, while it's ongoing mm-hmm. actually undermines the integrity of the election itself. Um, it's a good argument to make, but that doesn't mean that if the protesters refuse, then the, the government would fire live rounds at at its own citizens. It's one of the problems we have in terms of how, in Africa, in terms of how government understand their role in relation to citizens. What's at stake in these elections? Well, it's a, a lot is at stake. They remember the DRC is the, it has the um, highest number of um, um, minerals uh, in, in the world. Um, it has, you know, uh, coltan, it has co- uh, cobalt, um, you know, um, Angalese and all these uh, resources um, that interestingly makes uh, it does not work out for the people, does not translate to benefit because it's a country where more than 60 million uh, of the population live below the poverty line, earning uh, you know um, 2.15 uh, dollar a day, right? Um, so, so those are at stake, and there is conflict in the eastern region of the country. Um, the, 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 the fact that the conflict in the DRC affects neighboring states in that region also um, is, is a major challenge. So these are the 
um, issues that are at stake for um, this particular election and the fact that um, the current incumbent um, is not is not is not above fifty percent in terms of uh, uh, popularity mm. with, with, with the populace, right? Um, so there are tensions here and there, but is, however, not expected not to win this election because of the fractured nature of the opposition. Okay, so that's the important bit there. You say he's got 50% support, but then these numbers coming out showing he's getting 80% of the votes. Is that just because of where those votes are coming from? Yes, and that's okay. why I was talking earlier on about you know the releasing the results in mm. piecemeal. Um, so it the, the the results currently do not show the entire demography of the of the of the of the process, right? Um, when the all the results are in, he will not be getting nearly as high as he has gotten. He's probably getting from the first results that were released were those by uh, you know the diaspora and the majority of the right. diaspora voted for him, and those came in. And then the, when they started counting and releasing, they were counting from releasing results in a strong. Holds. Um, there are others um, who are in the run, in the race, very strong. Uh, they like Falu, uh, Falu, and 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 Moise that are not. They've not reached their areas yet. So uh, by the time the entire results are, are out, we'll get a better picture of what the demographics will say. And I think he should get, if he gets between fifty to sixty percent, uh, uh, not totally off the mark, but anything right. above that then becomes very questionable. Tell us about the fractured opposition. Well, the fractured opposition, uh, you know, the, and this is a factor that accounts for why uh, uh, dominant parties or incumbents uh, stay in power for, for, for a very long time. Um, the fact that, you know, um, the, the opposition never usually comes together. In this election, there were about 26 candidates. Um, seven did pull out of the race, three that uh, declared support for minority candidates. Um, um, the, so, so, so if you had um, 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 someone like uh, Katumbi, uh, and Fayulu, those two coming together to to align forces, they would have been able to give the incumbent president a, a run for his money. However, um, they have strong support in their different provinces in across the country also. Um, the, but the fact that they cannot unite means that there will be vote sharing between them, and uh, most of those the, the the person who gains from that uh, vote sharing uh, is 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 the incumbent, uh, and and that's a factor in 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 how this election will eventually turn out. Uh, as you say, it's still early days, but what are other governments saying? What are uh, the people who are there watching these elections? What are they saying about what's happening? Well, the government uh, right now is trying to manage the process. Um, uh, like we said, there are a lot of, before the elections, there were a lot of um, violence, uh, you know, between the, um, the president's uh, supporters and that of uh, Katsumbi. Um, um, and then that was managed. And with the elections, relatively peaceful, you know, compared to the kind of violence we saw pre-election. However, with the way that government, the kind of stance that the government is taking now, the hardline is taking against protests, against people expressing their views, even though they are early, um, shows that we may be in for um, for turbulent times there, uh, considering that these elections have always been uh, a factor that causes you know, conflict in a country that's already prone to conflict since, since mm-hmm. the 1961. Waiting for results, what was it, 31st was when they're predicting. Things have to move quite quickly because the president has to get sworn in mid-January. Uh, will Are we expecting those results on time? Well, um, since they started early, they should be on time. Um, you know, they should be on time. Uh, and that's what the Electoral Commission wants to uh, achieve. They, they could have be, been able to, uh, you know, 
count the results um, um, from when they started counting and not necessarily start releasing them in piecemeal like they did. Mm. Um, however, considering that they are hell-bent on, 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 on continuing with the process, and I think that's what the government wants to do. They don't want the process derailed at this point, um, and the constitution does not provide for any kind of rerun because a simple plurality vote uh, win for uh, the winner. Um, it, 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 they, are, they would be able to announce the results on time. If not uh, 31st of uh, December, they should uh, 1st or 2nd of December, uh, sorry, January, um, and still be in time for inauguration if the process is not challenged uh, in courts. Uh, we've got 30 seconds. What do you see happening in the next week or so in the DRC? Well, if the government continues its hardline stance, there will be more violence. Um, and um, depending on the kind of, there are other external stakeholders uh, in the region, uh, the, uh, uh, Rwanda, uh, Uganda, um, these are interested parties. If, if, if the president doesn't find a way to resolve this quickly, um, it can escalate into not just a, a conflict within the DRC, which they are not, everyone is used to, but also within the wider region itself. Thank you very much to Christopher Ezike, Professor at the Department of Political Sciences at the University of Pretoria.